across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Happy Friday, Rockstar Nation! Hope everybody had a bombastic and productive week this week. Hope you guys enjoyed Misty's interview on Wednesday, man. That was fun to do, and and she is knocking it dead. And like I said, we have more Misty-like agents to show you in the coming weeks. Anyways, been busy here. Been real busy. Been busy working on my ultimate listing appointment project. Been busy because uh, I had to make a switch over of virtual assistants that helped me with this and among other things. And I'm in the process of that. It's so far so good. And that's it. I, I'm heading back down to Maryland actually this weekend. I know a lot of our listeners are into charities and, and do a lot of things to give back. And I find myself as now that I am not so much consumed by the real estate game giving back more and more so i'm going back because i'm doing a couple of things first of all i'm doing the deep creek dunk which is a lake in maryland that is it's going to be ice cold it's going to be like zero degrees i'll probably periscope from there here's the deal okay here's what i do i promise you this i will periscope from there so you're listening to this a saturday I will be periscoping this between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. Probably towards the latter part of that because we get sent in in waves. So between 2.20 and 3 probably is when I'll jump in. Uh, Maybe I'll put it on Facebook. But I will periscope me jumping in that lake. And I'm raising money for Special Olympics. Several of our GoBundance members have children with Down Syndrome and special needs and so i'm doing it to support them and to support their children and support the charity in itself and me and about five other guys are going to be wearing the avengers uniform yes that's right i will be wearing a thor uniform i look like a complete idiot with this long wig jumping in a frozen lake or near frozen i don't know what it's going to be like so look for me. I'm definitely going to periscope that. You just I'm pretty sure my periscope's easy to find. It's just at Pat Hyben or Pat Hyben. And then what else? Oh, okay. And then Sunday, I have tickets to the University of Maryland versus Michigan game. I also volunteer for a charity called Children of Incarcerated Parents. And it's an awesome charity. I um, Basically what it is is kids in Baltimore City. And I have two brothers their brothers, and I mentor both of them. So I'm going to take them and my real brother, Michael, my older brother, is about a year and a half older than me. So I got uh, four tickets on StubHub. The four of us are going to go. So that'll be a great opportunity for these guys to see a college basketball game, University of Maryland. They've never seen this before, never been to a college basketball game. I took them to a Miami Heat game about two years ago, and that was amazing. But but I want them to see college games because, you know, I want them to go to college at the end of the day. So that's going to be really fun. And I'll tell you what, guys. Listen, we go out there and we kill it. We The real estate game has a lot of gratification. It has a lot of upset, too, but it has a lot of gratification. And, you know, you get a listing that you're in a competitive 
situation for it, that's gratifying. You make a fat commission check, that's gratifying, right? You save money, you buy something new, that's gratifying. There's a lot of gratification in the real estate game. But I really didn't start feeling complete as a person until I was introduced to not the opposite of gratification, but you could say it's the opposite, which is fulfillment, right? Gratification is a one-shot deal. It's no different than a hit of crack or a cheesesteak sub with cheese fries, right? That is gratifying, but it requires more, right? You can't just, you know, it requires you to binge eat or it requires you to smoke crack. It requires you to have promiscuous sex. And every time that's a gratifying thing, selling a house and settling on a house, that's gratification, right? Fulfillment actually comes from giving back, you know, having relationships with, with people, mentees, right? From volunteering for charities, raising money for charities. You know, some of the funnest times or the times I felt most complete were, you know, after long durations of, of volunteering with these kids, you know, I've taken them on a couple of trips. I've, I volunteer for their, they, they go to the, their middle school has these outdoor education things that last for four nights. And I'm unfortunately in the city, they, they don't freaking have very many male chaperones for the field trips and for this overnight camp. And it got to the point one year where they were going to let all the girls go in the school, which is just sixth grade. But the boys weren't going to go because there was no male chaperone. They, they weren't allowed to have a female chaperone in the male dorm or the male cabin. So I volunteered. And it was a blast. It was funny. I slept, I slept on a top bunk. The, the kids just gave me so much crap. They, they're just so funny. You know, I was snoring and farting and making noise or whatever. And then Mr. Hyben, I mean, it was just, anyways, very fulfilling. So I'm getting sidetracked. Not really, but I, but I want to let you know that if you're not out there giving back, uh, look at f things that are fulfilling to help balance out all this gratification that we have. So today's guest I have is Michael J. Mayer. And Michael's been on the show a couple of times, but he has been great to have. You know, he's almost like a co-host. Uh, we can talk about anything. We talk here about a lot of stuff. And he's actually, this is something really that he's doing now. I don't do yoga by watching a video. I train, right? I have a personal trainer that I see two to three times a week. And if I don't see that personal trainer, a lot of times I do not work out to the degree that I would with him or even at all. I have a lot of difficulty doing yoga in front of a television set. My kids can do it, but I can't do it. I have to go to a yoga class. And there's a reason. I like accountability. I like to be told what to do. I like the structure of my building to be built by a scaffolding, by a scaffolding that goes around the building and helps build it to where I want it to be, meaning my body or my business or whatever. And that's why people have coaches like Michael J. Mayer. So what he's doing, Michael J. Mayer right now, is he's created this 30-day program where you have him as your trainer, just like you be with him in the gym, but he's doing it with you. So imagine being in, having a personal trainer and you're doing push-ups with that personal trainer next to them. Or they're doing push-ups with you. <laughs> Michael's doing this uh, thing that he's going to tell you about with his clients, with people that sign up for this. He's doing it kind of side-by-side with you, just like a personal trainer, a yoga instructor, someone like that. So he's a great guy, and I'm excited to present this to you. I'm also going to introduce Monday's show because this Maryland game is not till late Sunday night, and I'm not going to bring my laptop with me. 
So I'm going to basically do an intro for Monday right now. You need to know that Monday's guest is a great guest. I got Adrian Lally. I don't know if you've heard of the Lallys, but Adrian and Attilio. Attilio's last name is Leonardi, and they're, they're out of Hawaii. And uh, they're setting the world on fire out of, out of Hawaii. And they make a really good team when it comes to answering questions. And we dig down in some candid, candid stuff. So two of the Hawaiian Islands top agents are on the show Monday. And then I can't wait to release Wednesdays. Wednesdays, I will be releasing the interview with Tommy Sowers, who is the founder of Solo Pro which is the company that has essentially stated that it is about to disrupt the real estate world and the commission world for real estate agents. So if you're at all concerned about your financial well-being in the future, you may want to pay attention to Wednesday's episode with Tommy Sowers, and and that's going to be a great one. And I can't wait to release that. So anyways... You guys have a great Friday, have a great weekend, and I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a super duper, one of our best returning guests, a world-renowned author and real estate coach, speaker, and genuine guru of how to sell more real estate and how to make more commissions mr michael j mayer is on the phone welcome repeat and repeat this is this is good stuff i feel very honored very privileged i'm on i'm on rock star real estate rock stars for the third time Uh, it's like trifecta I, i i need to go play the lottery yeah i just won something yeah i start putting you as co-host (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got to start paying more. No, all good, man. It's it's uh, it, man. Look where you have gone with the, what? What episode will this be? Like two hundred? Yeah, no, we're well beyond three hundred. <sighs> Think about that. Three hundred interview look at the value you have like you didn't just like Steve Jobs put a dent in the universe. You like blew a hole. In the real estate universe with this thing, you know, just kudos to you. Thanks. Thanks. It's weird seeing people like I'll meet people at a bar or, or, you know, just at a conference or whatever. And I'll tell them about it and have them download Stitcher or Acast or whatever to their phone and find it on there. And they'll be looking at it and they'll be like, what? This is all for free? And I'll be like, yeah, and there's some more of these? Yeah, look, there's like 300 you could choose from. What? Are you kidding me? (laughs) They so So expect your handle. On Stitcher. Is it Real Estate Rockstars? Yeah, yeah. Just You can type yeah. my name in. You can type in interviews, Real Estate Rockstars, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should do that. Everybody should have Stitcher on their phone. Yep. And Acast is one that's big in Europe and in this area as well. But, you know, I haven't quite figured out all the differences between the, the iPhone and, you know, the ones on the Droid or the other smartphones. But they all work, yeah. you know. Yeah. Love it. I love it, and uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Stitcher just because it's it's uh, it seems to download faster and it doesn't have hiccups when you're playing it. So I like it. I like cool. it. I, so what do, what have you been up but, to? What have you been? I know you've been traveling the world, mm. traveling the country, teaching agents how to mm-hmm. make more money, be more productive, get more referrals. What are you seeing out there and in, in the real estate world today that you might not have seen 90 days ago or 180 days ago? 
Wow, great question. I would say number one is 2016 or this year is the year of the sphere. And, and quite honestly, maybe every year, like you could play this in 2020 and call it the year of the sphere. You know, it, it's just what's happening is that because of social media and because of people are learning how to communicate with their sphere, with their database, that this was just, a, you know, KWFR wasn't too long ago with the family reunion and, and you know, internet lead conversion down 32%. Right. And still, wait a minute, seeing, wait a minute. Yeah. stop right there. So yep. slow that down. So you're saying, yep. I'm not saying Gary Keller said it. Gary so Keller said I, what? Yeah, that internet lead conversion was down 32% as part of the source for people's business. So, so it, it basically, there's a third less of people's business that are no longer internet leads. Like they reported a year ago that their leads that out of their sources right so they sourced everything repeat yeah, 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 pearl, yeah, right. uh, you know uh, everything and internet leads were down 32% as part of the agent's business why uh, according to the survey that he did well i'll tell you why it's social media right because now it's easier to refer people than ever before and there's also this uh, trust anxiety in the world right now. It, it seems like they're just, we don't trust what websites are saying. Even the, the millennials right now are, are don't trust reviews, right? Remember, reviews were supposed to be this big thing, and they're supposed to be, you know, Amazon reviews were, were Loctite and this, you know. Well, you know, now there's places that'll give you five stars for Amazon for money, Right. And there's, you know, now you can. Well, that's do why Amazon came out yeah. with the verified reader. Right. So they know if that's you right. if you actually bought the book, because I had an experience I mentioned before where, you know, I think that there's college kids that basically sit up late night and do, right. do bong hits and rate people zero one star and make things like this is the worst book I ever read. And they do it just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, it, it's one of those where it used to be we could just really rely on these these five star reviews at Zillow and and what was truly a, and then Yelp and and this thing and and now even the millennials aren't trusting the reviews. You know, they're they're what they are trusting is they're trusting their friends. So there's there's this this trust of the internet has kind of gone down a little bit. I mean, you, you you know, it's almost a joke now. You can't believe what you read on the internet. Well. You know now, or it must be true because it was on the internet, right? Right. Now it's it's uh, you know they're they're going more and more often to their their social media friends, to their friends. I mean, polling p o l l i n g and asking their friends for advice or what they would do. Now. I mean that is that's like a sixth finger for them on their hand. They they just do that naturally, and uh, you know get the answers and and move forward, and they want to move forward quickly. So. You know, what we're seeing is this is the year of the sphere. The other thing is, you know, there's a lot of people who are predicting that maybe we're going to see a downturn. And quite e that's a pretty easy, you know, prediction, right? Because, you know, we're now at three months inventory in a lot of places. So it must slow down at some point. What's happening is, is wait, I will wait, tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. So let's, yeah. slow, let's slow down a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, Jeez, man, I'm like on fire. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. Don't calm the fire, just, but that's why you're wanna, such a good interviewer. I just, just want to make sure. unpack it. People are going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? Okay, so <laughs> so six months inventory, which is six months houses. In, if you had 100 houses on the market, it would take six months before they would reach zero based on the amount of current sales. That's what you mean by three months inventory, right? Well, the six month is a balanced market, right? Yes. And six so, months yeah, is equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying three months is what? A seller market? 
seller's market, absolutely. And that's what many cities are seeing. Not everywhere, right? But many cities, especially 2015. 2015 was almost as good a year real estate as, in real estate as 2006. And you and I remember 2006, right? My, you know, that was a phenomenal year for, for everybody. So, well, two, 2015 was uh, was right there with 2006. Yeah, as one I, of the I, know, I know a lot of my... The office that I own a percentage of, profit sharing from the agents that I've signed up, and my real estate sales team with Mike Sloan paid me more money last year than, well, the first two, more money last year than ever, and the, the one with Sloan, definitely not more money than ever, but more money than in the last eight years, I think, yeah. I made more money there, probably. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, from the market standpoint, it it was a it was a boom market it was definitely a great market and you know it's going to go down well the, the thing is is when it's up everything works you remember this right i mean back in the early 2000 everybody was talking about you know they, they put their logo on a shopping cart they were putting their logo in an ad on the back of a of when they checked out at the register right they were doing you know they were doing ads in magazines they were doing it well and they were all like oh all this works right well in a good market you're right. Everything works. But what history has shown is that when a downturn happens, you know, when winter comes, as as Gary and yeah. Game and of Thrones, has, baby, that's yeah, a Game of that's Thrones. That's right. When winter comes, winter's coming. It's 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 uh, all of those things are going to go down. All you know, the ad hits, the sign calls. But what's going to balloon you? What's going to actually get stronger? in a down market is referrals because the the uh, discount brokers are gone for the most part I'm not you know being generality here but you know for the most part over history we've seen the discount brokers come and go and they go out uh, during the you know the downturn the winter, during the winter yeah yeah during the winter and the referral business goes up the best year I ever had uh, 218 transactions in Kansas City was 2009 right which was the worst market historically in yeah. Kansas City history. I hated that so, year. Yeah, yeah. And, that, so, and, that, and their point is because you're the most referred real estate agent. You got you were getting referral. 2009, your business was what, 100% referral? Yeah, 90. I mean, we'd convert some sign calls. We, we would do that, you know, open houses. We'd have some. But, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, 80 to 95% referral then. And we were getting over 500 referrals. And, unfortunately, a lot of those conversations were very sad. You know, well, I don't want to belabor 2009 too much. But what I did find out is that, you know, when do people need you the most when times are bad? Yeah. That's when they're really going to go to a trusted advisor. When it's good, anybody can sell a house, you know, within reason. So, it, you know, it's one of those where we see. So th this is really the year to get your sphere working for you and to become more referable. And what we found is that doing a good business in this game, which is the referral game, is it's, it's a cool thing because the, the better you get at generating referrals the better you get as a person. You become a better person when you are focusing on referrals. You're a better relationship builder. You're nicer. You're more generous. You're more attractive. You're, you know, you're just, you know, the more you do business good, the better person you are. And, and so what we found is we need to really help people be more referable. You know, the first step 
to getting referrals is being referable. And there's there's kind of these three C's of referability. There's character, uh, you know, honest, integrity, you know, doing the right thing. You have competence, which is doing things right. You know, you're, you're going to write a contract correctly. You're going to fill in all the blanks. You're going to make sure things are done timely, right? Competence. And then there's communication, which is, you know, how you're communicating with your database, how you're communicating uh, with your sphere. And what we're finding out there is that, you know, people actually need help in all three of the realms, character, competence, and communication. And so we've really been focusing on what is the first thing everyone does every day, right? They wake wake up, up, brush your teeth, right? Wake up, get up, and do some kind of, of, you know, morning ritual. And and the thing that, you know, it's like, I don't, yeah, P. That's usually first. <laughs> that's first, right? We got to get that out, right? So, okay. <laughs> right. Now, right. now we're rated PG thirteen, right out of the chute, right? Now you got to put a now you got to put a different grade on this one. But you know, it's it's one of those where you know. So it's one of those where I've you know I've studied. And the thing is, is everybody has a morning ritual. I have agents all the time. They come to me, and it's like, why well, I, I don't have a morning ritual? Well, no, that's. That's not true. It, you know, remember what Howard used to say about scripts, right? Howard Brenton used to say, you know, people go, well, I don't like scripts or I don't. And he'd always say, like, listen, you already have scripts. They just suck, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're yeah. already saying stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah. doesn't work. What if you could learn to say stuff that works? Right. Well, we're finding out the same thing with the morning ritual, right, is that you all have morning rituals. But what if you could make an extremely powerful, purposeful, invigorating, energizing morning ritual that because you, you, you worked on yourself first, you start to exude this energy throughout the day and become really attractive to referrals. And, you know, as you know, I partnered with Jay Kinder and Michael Reese uh, and uh, Hal Elrod right. on the Miracle Morning for, for Real Estate Agents. Yes. So it's more and more like hotcakes. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. huge. And, yeah. Yeah, it's been, and, been so, fantastic. Okay, so what you're, saying, what, you, what you're yeah. saying is that after you pee, brush your teeth, whatever you do, right, that, that, that's all done in the first five minutes, right? So you're saying, okay, at that point, I'm going to make myself more referable for mm-hmm. an hour. Is that kind of what's happening here? Absolutely. The, the, the key here is that the first thing is we're going to become more productive, and here's why. You know, what's your 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. hour look like, or even your 9 to 10 p.m. look like? What mm. What do you think that looks like for mo- oh, most people? Terrible. Scale of 1 to 10, it's like a, a 1, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they're camping out in front of the TV, or they're trying to get work done, but they're exhausted from their day. Right. So all I'm going to say, what if we substituted, we, we took out your 10 to 11 time, and instead we replaced it with 7 to 8 or 6 to 7 in the morning. Nice. Interesting. Right? Okay. So we're going to take this low energy, uh, horribly non-productive time, and we're going to replace it with an hour of the most productive, most energetic time that's instantly going to make a difference in your schedule. If we substitute one hour for the other. Go to bed earlier, gonna... get up earlier. Okay. Makes that's a right. lot of sense. Early bird gets a worm. So what are we doing here? What's, what's happening yeah. in that hour? Yeah. How am I making more referable, make my, myself mm-hmm. more referable, so therein lies more commissions, more sales, That's everything right. else that comes with it? Listen, even for the, the cold callers, even for the expired FISBO people, this this is a powerful strategy uh, for even them. It's going to give you more energy. But here's the thing, right? 
is that it's it's I call it fly right fly is first love yourself and so the the hour that we're going to replace from TV time to in the morning is it's going to be self improvement it's going to be time to work on yourself it and so it's first love yourself just like when we go on an airline right mm -hmm. and they go through the safety they say hey if we have a decrease in pressure in the cabin please take the mask that falls put it on yourself and then put it on a dependent right so before we can help others we need to help ourselves we need to first love ourselves we need to first love yourself which is fly so and so that's what we're going to work on that first hour is we're going to become better this isn't about getting up earlier pat this is about getting up better and that's the key to this is that we're just going to put things in there. And, and some of this is right out of Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents, which I give Hal a ton of credit on, is, you know, in his, he uses an acronym called SAVERS, which is uh, silence, which uh, can be construed as, as meditation, prayer, quiet time, you know, just honestly, just sitting there, being in the zone, uh, waking up slowly. And then A, uh, it, it, for him, it's affirmations, and we talk about, how to make powerful affirmations. We don't just look at... I am referable. What, what, give me, give me yeah. some meat and potatoes here. What is actionable content that I could use yeah. as an affirmation Love to it. make myself more referable? Man, you really are getting good at this interview thing. That was a good question. That's right. So, so instead of... First of all, do affirmations. So people should... Listen, positive self-talk in the morning. It's going to propel you throughout the day. But one of the things that we talk about is, is the language that we're using when it comes to the affirmations is, you know, it's not just I am a rainmaker or I am a top producer. What we find in life is the more specific you are, the more likely you're going to get that from the universe, right? If you go to a restaurant and say, uh, hey, I'm hungry. Well, what are you going to get? You know what you're going to get? You're going to get nothing. Even though you went to the restaurant and said you're hungry, you're not going to. But if you go to the restaurant and you say, hey, I would like a uh, uh, chicken salad uh, chopped with Catalina French dressing on it, right? You're going to get exactly what you ordered. It's the same way with the universe. If you go out there and you go and you ask for something specific, you're going to get it. So we ask and we help people uh, make their affirmations more specific. So uh, I am committed is, is a lot of times how we start, right? I am committed to making 20 calls to my database each day so that... I can generate referrals, and the reward for this is I will get a massage once a month. So that's an example of one affirmation, is that whole sentence is, I am committed to making 20 personal contacts to my sphere each day, no matter what, so that I can generate referrals, and, and, and even better would be I generate 10 referrals a month, so that I generate 10 referrals a month, and my reward for making these 20 personal contacts a day is a massage once a month. Hmm. How, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. But how about I am referable, I am referable, I am referable, I am referable, I am referable. Mm -hmm. What about it? You like that or not? I, well, of course I like it, <laughs> right? But there's here's what's beautiful, right? It's kind of like the morning ritual is, listen, if you did that, and you are saying, I'm referable. Well, part of your mind is, what is really referability? What, what is referable? When I say I am referable, it's not specific enough, right? So I am 
reading a book a month, no matter what, so that I can be more interesting in conversation and add more value to others by getting the wisdom from these books. And my reward for reading a book each month will be, it needs to be something you have control over and it needs to be tangible. You, yeah. It needs to be physical and material. So it's like, I'm going to, you know, if you, if you know what, if I get it, then I get to buy another book from Amazon. Or if I, you know, if I read a book a month, you know, I, whatever, right? You, you, you're going to reward yeah, yourself right, in, right. in some format, right? I'm going to take a day off, right? Yeah, like or, or going back to the referability part, you know, read a book on referrals, yeah. read a book on how to build rapport, there read a book on, you know, how to influence people, things that are actually going to make you really more referable. I mean, let's look at this, Michael. Let's look yeah. at what does the refer, like super, super refer man, mm -hmm. super refer yeah. woman. Yeah, super um, producer. What does the massively yeah. successful agent that just gets five referrals a day mm -hmm. of solid clients look like? What's the yeah. DNA of that agent? Yeah. So if you want to be the most referable professional in your community, and this could be realtors or any, any professional, if you want to be the most referred professional in a community, Focus on becoming the most generous professional in that community. Generosity leads to reciprocity. Reciprocity leads to referrals. And, and everybody's like, well, I'm a giver. You know, I am generous. And we are really good at giving back. But this is about giving first, right? Lead with generosity. Go around and, and practice these proactive acts of generosity. That's, that's what makes it. So, but here, I mean, so that even leads back to the morning ritual, right? Because... The more you're, you're so it's, I'll, I'll blast through these, right? Is, so something I teach is, is meditation and affirmations and appreciations as well. Visualization, right? Uh, exercise, uh, eating different things. We talk about the first thing that uh, most of the people, we just ran through this. We, we had 220 people go through uh, 30 mornings, a class that I teach on this. And, you know, almost every single one adopted this, which was uh, drinking lemon water right after you get up. It helps digestion, lowers the acid in, in the body. It, uh, it's actually energizing. You want the water to be lukewarm. It actually, uh, if it's lukewarm versus cold water, it, it is, it, it's ingested easier on your system. Little things that make the big difference, right? And, and what we found with, with the, the 200 that went through this is that, first of all, they got up earlier by, at their own choice, and they felt so empowered because they first loved themselves. They, they first took care of themselves. With lemon they, water? Yeah. Or with, uh, with the, the, whole, whole the whole thing. The yeah. Well, so, our objective to that class, 30 mornings, is for them to develop their ultimate morning ritual. They start out not even knowing what a morning ritual is in a lot of cases, and they end up in 30 days, they have broken down their morning from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to the office or the moment they end their morning ritual, perhaps that's breakfast, in five-minute increments, Pat. They literally, five minutes, every five minutes, they know exactly what they're doing. So why, why is eat on there, really? I mean, do we need to be told yeah. that, that you should eat? I mean, that, couldn't you have left that off? Yes. I, I mean, here's the thing. It's their morning ritual. So we do discuss, you know, what are some of the best things to, to eat in the morning, right? It's not great to have. Well, first oh, of all. So, so it's like yeah. eat healthfully. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't do breakfast, 
right? I mean, don't do a no breakfast. We, right. we don't plenty do a of sausage egg. If, if you're doing a sausage egg at McMuffin with double cheese on it from and hash browns, <laughs> that's not a that's not a um, that's not your idea of um, the right morning ritual uh, that, to make yeah, you referable. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, what's cool about this is that after an hour of working on yourself, where where you're reading. You're exercising and maybe doing stretches like you said. Uh, You're visualizing and you are doing affirmations and you're doing appreciations. Listen, what's funny is you no longer want to eat the crap. You don't want to eat the bad stuff because you feel good about yourself. Mm. You know, the reason a lot of people eat the bad stuff is out of depression, right? Just out of, you know, out of just sheer um, depression or or habit. Form of gratification. That's right. That's right. So, so when you, you know, I, I just, I just, I'm why I'm on fire for this so much is because I just did a large mastermind in Atlanta, and two of the people that were in the mastermind were in my thirty mornings class, and and they they came up. I mean, they were the first ones to to approach me at the end of the, and they were just like, this has changed my life. I talked to my dad about his morning ritual, and he's seventy eight years old and runs ultra marathons, ah. and he was telling me about his morning ritual and how strong, and I had never even known. He had a morning ritual. It was the greatest conversation. I'm on fire. My wife, I'm getting up three hours earlier than I was Good Lord. before 30 mornings. Now, that listen, they don't have to get up earlier in 30 mornings. If you want to wake up at the same time and just develop your morning ritual from the time you are currently getting up, once again, it's not about waking up earlier. It's about waking up better. It's about getting up better. And... Uh, so anyway, I mean, wow. so and, that's and then, and then the yeah. RS is, yeah. is what? Yeah, so reading and then reading journaling, and then scribing is scribing. what uh, you know. He used the the source to find something right. that had an S in it to make savers, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so he came up with scribing, scribing. which you can right? I think journaling. <laughs> yeah. got he just got to get a big feather and <laughs> dip it in some ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, scribing, right? It's scripture, you know, it's scripting, scripting. Oh boy! So okay. it, it, but uh, it gives us a really good. Um, basis and of course you know i had been doing a lot of the mixtures of this for for years i learned from you know tony robbins and uh, there's a gal named vanderkamp who does some of this you know morning richard branson has a structured and and a lot of the billionaires have this this structured morning ritual right so i had my morning ritual and i'll tell you what really got me into this is one is so many people were asking me to teach it to them but number two is I was seeing what was happening out in the world, and people are actually teaching this morning ritual concept incorrectly, and people are getting hurt. And, and what I mean by that is, is that they're trying to change all these habits at once, and they, they literally say, all right, if you've been getting up at 8, you're going to get up at 7 starting now. And it, it's like too much change, and what happens is these people feel like they can't do it, mm. right? They're, they're like... You know, the instructor saying, well, it's easy. And, I mean, you know, it's a lot to... of things. It's almost like you need a checklist, right? I mean, you know, wow. check one, check two, <laughs> check three. You know, what I've done that. Concept. I've done my scribing. I've done my affirmations. I've done that. So, and, and that's essentially what you're doing, right? So you, you've you created a class where, yes. I know the way you described it to me was uh, the first week it starts 15 minutes earlier than you would normally wake up and then the next week 15 minutes earlier and the next week 15 minutes earlier next week 15 minutes so you gener- you're gently getting into waking up an hour 
earlier. And right. are you just going through the checklist? What are you doing during that? Yeah, time? yeah. So great question. Is is first of all, we're gently easing you into getting up an hour earlier, right? You'll be up an hour earlier, three weeks into it, and not day one, which is is huge. It's just a it's just a huge transformation. The other thing is we also we go over the material one at a time. So we, we add to it gently as well. So they're not trying to add 30 habits at one time. You know, from uh, Gary Keller's book, the one thing is that the best thing you do is focus on one habit at a time. And that's exactly what we're doing with 30 mornings is in 30 days, they're going to have documented their ultimate morning ritual. And listen, if they don't have reading part of it, no big deal. If they don't have exercise as part of it, no big deal. But they're going to know their five-minute incremental ultimate morning ritual for right now. Take a picture of it. Because here's what happens. What what I don't tell them, but what's really happening is what, I'm, what we're teaching them is a microcosm of success, which is this orchestrated five-minute increment accountability of your time. And so when, once they get it down on paper, they're like, oh my gosh, I should add this or I should change this. And that's exactly what a system does is you now have it documented so you can improve things. You can add things like the, a lot of them didn't know that, hey, I should wake up and do lemon water. And so if you don't have a system, then you can't add it. But now that they have a morning ritual, they can add this to their system and instantly implement it. And so here's the other powerful thing about having them document their ultimate morning ritual every five minutes is that now I have them close their eyes. When we review their ultimate morning ritual in front of the 200 others, uh, and we ask for volunteers to do that, when I, I have them close their eyes and tell me what their um, wake-up ritual, wake-up routine, and ultimate morning ritual is without looking at the sheet. So I have them visualize them going through this process, which one of the things we teach is visualization. Well, notice how easy it is to visualize it once we've documented the five-minute incremental system, right? So now, and here's what's cool, is so they've documented it, they've visualized, or they've, um, visualized it, close their eyes, well, what happens when you visualize it is it becomes reality, right? Is that now they're excited about getting up the next morning because they visualize themselves succeeding at the ultimate morning ritual. Well, now we can apply this same strategy to anything they want in their, in their business, including referability and getting referrals, is that, hey, break it down into five-minute increments, uh, close your eyes and go through the process and visualize the best possible re, you know, result or the, the way it should flow. If something's wrong, change your system. And then when you start visualizing this perfect outcome and this flow of the outcome and you doing the things that result in that, uh, in that perfect reality, it starts to come true. You start to live it. You start to get excited about it. Because here's the thing. If you can visualize it and you can break it down into five-minute increments, you believe it. And everything about success starts with belief at all. You, I mean, anything. If you don't believe it, it won't happen. If you start with belief, then it will be reality. Wow. 
That's that, that's awesome. And uh, I can see by doing this, and here's the thing, guys, you don't do this five days. You do this 300 days, right? You mm-hmm. don't. You can't right. expect like massive results instantly. This is a long process, just like for, you know, 27 years or so I've been doing affirmations and I have a ritual that I go through on a, on a regular basis to achieve my goals, essentially, whatever they may be. Look and at so- your journaling. Look at, I mean, one of the most profound pictures I've ever seen in my life about the power of journaling is your stack, your stack of all your journals that you showed in one of the best books, Six Steps to Seven Figures by this guy I know, you know, I mean, I, I just, journaling is part of the six steps to seven figures and maybe eight figures and maybe nine figures, right? Yeah. So it, it's, it's one of those where I'm fired up because this is A, a lot of fun. But B, it's more fire. I'm more fired up because it's making a huge difference. There were people on the on this where we we did visualization for a week, and I said, pick something something outlandish, like you were gonna land a subdivision, or you were gonna win something, or you were you know all these. So we had a gal who was gonna who visualized that she was gonna win this five thousand dollar prize, and lo and behold, during thirty mornings, she actually. Uh, got down to the final two and they decided to split it right instead of doing the final drawing so she actually got 2500 and and what's it i interviewed her on the on the on the call or on the webinar and and i go that's amazing and she <laughs> goes well i only half believed it would actually happen <laughs> think about easy that to say now for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well think about that right yeah. is she only ha- i mean she didn't say it with any real knowledge that 2500 is half of 5000 i i mean i was just kind of grilling her with questions and it was just like well you know i kind of believe i really wanted to believe but i only really half believed it Mm. and i go well isn't that interesting you half believed it and you got half yeah and it probably takes what the reality of it is i don't think your mind your subconscious mind will actually believe something until you've been doing the affirmation for a year or so i mean i think it it takes a long time but depends on what you're affirming yeah yeah, if you're affirming if you're affirming something that is way out of your comfort zone then the truth is 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 that it won't believe it it's just too much Mm, right it's like you know, I will walk on the moon, you know, next year. Right, right, Just right, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing, and that's something we teach, is, is affirm at the edge of your comfort zone. Mm, very good. Right? So, so I am a best-selling author. Well, that doesn't do me any good to affirm that or you, right? Yes. So it, then it was, I am a number one best-selling author, mm. right? That's at the fringe, right? And then it's like, I'm an international number one best-selling author, UK mm. or, or Canada or what, you know, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and, then, and yeah. then it's like, okay, you know, and then it's like, I am a Wall Street Journal best-selling author. Right? And then it's like, I am a New York Times best-selling author, which would be boring right. to you, right? Because you already did that. You know, we did that. And it's like, all right, so what's the, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those where it's like, you know, affirm at the fringe. If you're doing four like million, that. don't affirm at 20 million. Affirm, you know, I am, you know, we teach how to really break this down, but we don't have time to do that now. But it's like, I am a $10 million producer. Right, I am, and it's all of a sudden it's like I, you know, David Van Noy in Kansas City uh, worked uh, with us for years, uh, and then I moved to Atlanta, and he, he moved on to Reese Nichols, and it's, it's one of those where, you know, when he came to me, he was a three or four million dollar producer, did okay, but he really wanted to be a ten million dollar producer, and I go okay, 
let's start affirming this. I am a $10 million producer, and I taught him I am committed to doing the activities. And it's like, okay, so what are the activities of a 10 million? They call every day. Okay, I am committed to calling every day. Okay, how many people do they call, right? Do you see how I'm, I'm making the, the affirmation more specific over time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so that year he did 10 million. I just noticed that he was just awarded, uh, he just did 32 million oh. uh, in Kansas City, right? So he learned how to affirm at the fringe. You know, our comfort zone is like a bubble, right? If we blow too hard, like, you know, a kid's bubble maker, you get the bubble wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you blow too hard, what happens? The bubble bursts. Right. But if you blow and and you gently blow a little bit more, you can, your bubble grows. And that's what we have to do with our psyche, with our subconscious is, is we have to just blow a little harder, just ease into that next level of success. Right. In that next level. So your goal, like, is if you've never run in your life and you want to run a marathon, your goal is run a marathon or an ultra marathon like Hal did. That's fine to have that general long-term goal, but the short-term goal needs to be, I run five blocks every day or yeah. I run, you know, a mile every day and then change it, right? That's Once right. you hit it, it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. It's a great thing. Celebrate and then, and then change it to five miles or, yeah, you miles hit it, or whatever. You, you know? hit it on the head. Too, too often, people goal set with the result goal, right? The result is the ultra marathon. I, I am a $10 million producer. There, you know, I want to do 500 transactions, right? Those are all results, right? But the problem with results goals is you don't have any control over them. You have no control over how many transactions you do, what volume you do, or running an ultra marathon. You don't have any control over those things. What you do have control over are your activities. Notice what I did with David Van Noy is, is I said, okay, break it down. What are the activities that a $10 million uh, producer runs? Okay, what are the activities that an ultra marathoner has to do, right? They run daily or they run five times a week. Okay, so let's change your of affirmation and your goal to I am committed to running five times a week no matter what so that I am in proper shape and the reward is I will run the ultra marathon on March 16th of next year hmm. that's an affirmation baby that is a goal that is something this person can wrap their mind around and I would I would say you know I'm a stickler for specificity right it's a, so I would then say okay you're running five times a week. How far are you running? Right? What is that? You know, how many miles a week are you putting in? What are, you know, so let's make that affirmation and that goal even more powerful by saying, I am committed to running 50 miles a week, no matter what, so that I am in the proper shape to run an ultra marathon next March 16th. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what I'm going to do is I am going to put all of the information on 30 mornings because uh, this is life changing because if Michael can walk you through properly setting up your day, what was that quote you used earlier? Own your morning, own your day. Own your morning, own your day. Listen to that. Own your morning, own your day. If you can learn from the man himself how to own your morning, own your day, and own your life. Right? Own your if, life. And yeah, become, if you own your morning, own your day. And if you own your day, you'll own your life. And as a benefit, become one of the most referable agents in your market or the most referable agents. Because don't think that this is all about just how to wake up and drink lemon mm-hmm. water. I mean, <laughs> through osmosis, right. you know, Michael's going to be t- helping turn you into 
a massively referable agent through this process. So here's the thing. Since you've been on the show a couple of times, I don't want to get this people the show notes mixed up. So I'm going to just call it 30. You just call it 30 mornings, 30 mornings. Okay. Hybendigital.com backslash 30 mornings. It will all be up and it will change your life, I promise you. Michael, anything you want to add before we sign off? I have to tell you, it's just, it's one of those where I can't wait for somebody. I mean, you're changing somebody's life with putting this out there. I I just can't wait. They're going to hear about it. They're going to get involved and they're going to change their life. And I don't change their life, right? You and I can't change anybody's life. They can only change their own. So they they will change their life and then they're going to go, I heard about this on Real Estate Rockstars and it literally, it, this program helped me change my life and uh i'm 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 on fire about it we you know we've got 30 mornings we've got 30 more which is the continuity course for people who uh, want to keep going and we actually have about a hundred percent right now which is an amazing number we have 97 percent who want to keep doing it and then we have a certified morning coach program uh as well so they can actually learn how to play my role they can learn how to coach this to others uh, so it, it, it's just, it's very exciting. Honestly, it's some of the most exciting stuff I do before 10 a.m. every day. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're com- constantly thinking of new things and new ways to help the real estate agent community. So yeah. Uh, for, yeah. On, on behalf of them, we appreciate you. Thank you, Mr. Hyben. You're doing the same. Thank you for everything you do and the value you add to this world, man. Not just the real estate industry, but my world and, and uh, everybody else's world. Thank you. I'll see you soon, Mike. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.